What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host, uh, Justin Roman, and I hope you all are having a wonderful Sunday afternoon. And guys, we are in a new month. Yes. Yeah, today is May. Today is the 1st of May. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, guys, um, the draft is officially over. Free agency is officially over. Now we're heading into training camp. You know, um, which I'm very excited for. You know, training camp is the one part of, you know, the season where we get to see, you know, the players that we brought in uh, show what they've got and put everything on the field. You know, so it's going to be very interesting to see that. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, um guys, um, you guys, um, wanted me, um, you know, since we're, uh, uh, getting close to, uh, training camp and stuff like that, you guys wanted me to give my grades on the Giants, you know, um, and see how well, you know, um, Joe Shane did in the draft and stuff like that, you know, so, yeah, um, listen, you know, the last time that the Giants added as many players in the NFL draft as they did this week was when Eli Manning was in his final spring camp at Mississippi, you know, and a sign of how wide open the competition is for roster spots, the Giants made 11 picks in the 2022 NFL draft. Joe Shane sought versatility, you know, as he tries the affordable home ground way to improve the underwhelming roster he inherited. Shane's first draft was a bit of a roster, uh, coaster, uh, it was a bit of a, a roller coaster ride, you know, with a dip in the middle, but he proved that the, Joe Shane has proved he has the authority to make his choice, <coughs> excuse me, his choices and he has belief in his convictions, you know, so he, listen, I'm going to get, you know, for the, for the, for camp, for uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, for the Giants, uh, in round one for the fifth overall pick, the Giants took Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon, look it, I'm giving the Giants an A-, and here's why, you know, Joe Shane was prepared for every scenario, you know, within the top five picks and showed it by abandoning the plan to take an offensive tackle in order to maximize the value of his team's first two picks. You know, after 19 sacks in, in college, Thibodeau profiles as the Giants' most dangerous pass rusher since Jason, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, you know, was traded before the 2018 draft. You know, this kid possesses some of Justin Tuck's inside-outside versatility. The Giants felt comfortable after investigating questions about his effort and commitment. So, yeah. For uh, the seventh overall pick, the Giants took Evan Neal. And I'm going to give the Giants an A+. You know... Thibodeau and Neal widely were considered the top two prospects in the class as recently as October. You know, the Giants landed both because they may, you know, because they were comfortable, you know, letting the Panthers choose the first offensive tackle at six, knowing 
that they had near identical grades on both Akeem Aquanu, who the Panthers selected, and Neil. I really feel like pairing Neil, a career 40-game starter, with with uh, 2021st uh, 2021st round left tackle Andrew Thomas will go a long uh, way towards solving a decade-long problem. Yeah, so for the uh, for the uh, for the 43rd overall pick, the Giants took Wandell Robinson, wide receiver out of Kentucky. I'm gonna give the Giants a D plus. You know, instead of drafting a potential uh, starter at tight end, guard, linebacker, safety, the Giants traded back twice from 36 and uh, wound up with a five foot eight gadget receiver. You know, um. Robinson, look at this kid was productive, you know, at Kentucky with 104 catches for uh, 1,334 yards last season, you know, but he had as many drops, you know, as touchdowns, you know, this kid, his skills overlap with those, you know, of, of those 2021 first rounder, you know, um, you know, his, like his skills overlap with those, uh, Kadarius Tony. You know, unlike available receivers like Sky Moore, John Mechie, and Alec Pierce, this kid wasn't included, you know, in the post-scouts at, uh, aided top 100 rankings or the NFL Network's top 150. Yeah, so for the, uh, uh, for the 67th overall pick, the Giants went, uh, they won offensive guard out of North Carolina, Joshua uh, Zudu, you know, I'm gonna give the Giants a straight B. Look at throw him into the deep mix to start at left guard. You know, this kid has tackle guard flexibility. You now, after starting at three positions, at you know, and sometimes rotating positions during one drive, you know, but still is considered a developmental prospect with upside as a future starter. He blocked in an RPO offense in which uh, Giants quarterback Daniel Jones shines in very well. So yeah, I'm gonna give the Giants a, a straight B. Yeah, for the 80, uh, for the 81st overall pick, the Giants went cornerback out of LSU Cordell Flop. I'm gonna give the Giants a straight C. You know, the issue with you know the issue with constant regime changes like the Giants have had is that new evaluations want their own talent. So the Giants picked a cornerback in the middle rounds for the third uh, uh, for the third straight day. You know, <clears throat> Darnay Holmes, Aaron Robinson, Flot to me, who Flot who made one interception in 35 games was a consensus fourth or fifth rounder who looks like a reach. So yeah, yeah. I, uh, uh, for the uh, 112th overall pick, the Giants went tight end out of San Diego State, Daniel Bellinger. I'm going to give the Giants a B plus. You know, much the opposite of the part of tight end Evan Ingram. Bellinger's strengths are run blocking and securing the catch. You know, he had zero drops on 31 catches last season. This kid is nowhere near as explosive as Ingram. But Ricky Seals Jones is the pass catcher in the Giants' new tight end duo. Bellinger could also play H-back, which is the, which is a trait the Giants want in backup tight ends. And for uh, the 114th pick, the Giants went safety out of Iowa, Dane Bolton. I'm going to give the Giants a B-minus. 
Now the Giants waited too long to address safety, considering there uh, there were only two, you know, uh, safeties that the Giants have right now: Xavier McKinney and Julian Love. You know, Belton uh, lined up as a hybrid outside linebacker, uh, or you could say safety, and earned his way, you know, onto first team All Big Ten. But his 4-4-3, 40-yard dash pushed him up draft boards. Five interceptions last season was nice, but I think this kid needs to be better against the run to play in the box. And that, uh, and that, um, for the 146 overall pick, the Giants win linebacker out of Indiana, out of Indiana, and Micah McFadden. I love this pick. I'm gonna give the Giants a minus. You know, look at this. Look at it's not difficult to picture defensive coordinator Wink Martindale pounding the uh, the table here. McFadden's uh, three straight seasons of double-digit uh, tackles suggest how aggressive he was in a blitz-heavy defense. Sometimes the scheme just fits a player. He was the highest-graded off-ball linebacker as a pass rusher in the national in the um, in the national last season. You know, according to PFF. I love that pick. Yeah, for the 147th pick, the Giants went defensive tackle out of Arizona State. DJ Davidson. I'm going to give the Giants a C, a straight C. And look, here's why. After years of overdrafting interior defense alignment who don't pressure the passer, the Giants found a stout run stuffer in the late rounds. This, you know, this kid played in just eight games over his uh, first three years after high school. He's approached his four-year wedding anniversary at and 25th birthday. He's a 327-pounder with uh, readiness to use his strength against grown men. So, yeah. And for the 173rd overall pick, the Giants went, they went uh, after the interior uh, offensive line again. They went, uh, they went uh, after uh, North Carolina's uh, Marcus McKeithen. Yeah, I'm going to give the Giants a straight seed. And here's why, you know, while the Giants are heavily invested at tackle, they are assembling lottery tickets at guard. You know, this kid who's very tall, six foot six, around 340 pounds, you know, he was um, Joshua Azudu's teammate in college, who the Giants just drafted earlier. You know, looks and acts, you know, the part of a mauler, you know, the, uh, this guy. You know, power is good, but only if it but only if it is paired with body control to not fall off to not fall out of position. He started 37 games at right guard. So yeah. And for the 182nd overall pick, the Giants win linebacker out of Cincinnati, Darian Beavers. I think this is one of my favorites. I'm gonna give the Giants a B plus. You know? And this is this was probably one of my favorite picks. And here's why. Value. Value, value, value. After a few reachers earlier, Beavers was on the fringe of top 100 discussions. He might be the most versatile linebacker in this draft class of versatility. After playing at all three levels, defensive end, linebacker, and safety, over 62 games, Beavers brings the boom when he drops his shoulder. So, yeah. So, overall, guys, I'm going to give the Giants... You know, the, I'm going to give, you know, overall, Joe Shane did a hell of a job. You know, my overall draft uh, class grade for him is a B plus, which is very good. You know, and, you know, getting a B plus is not bad. You know, I, I, was, I know some of you guys wanted, 
some of you guys were hoping that Joe Shane would get a A plus or a straight A or A minus. You know, but Joe Shane, remember guys, he's young. He's new. This is his first time learning. This is his first time doing uh this is his first time ever being in, in the NFL draft. You know? So but getting a B but that's a that's a that's a really good start, especially for a guy that you know that hasn't ever drafted, you know, in the NFL before. So great start for Joe Shane. I love I love some of these draft picks. I think the only question I think I think Joe Shane did a hell of a job. I think the only I think the only draft pick I didn't understand was the Owando Robinson. That was pretty much it. You know, just because you no, know, I don't know what's going on. Like are the Giants like there's been a lot of talk about the Giants trading uh Kadarius Tony. You know, a lot of people thought he, uh the Giants were gonna trade him in the draft because they drafted this kid because everyone has seen, you know, a lot Everyone, like, what, everything that this kid, uh, sh- uh, like, everything this kid showed at Kentucky was everything that, uh, Kadarius Tony uh, showed, you know, but this kid, you know, like, there, there's really no difference from him and Kadarius Tony, you know, they're both the same height, they're both, they both show the same attributes, they're both quick, they're both shifty, they both can catch the ball, you know, so I don't know what's going on. I one of either Shepard or Tony are gone. You know, I think this kid's gonna start. You know, because I think you know either Shepard's gone or Tony's gone. I hope Shepard doesn't go because Shepard he's been hurt. I well Sterling Shepard can't be gone because the Giants they just restru- they just restructured it. They restructured his contract. So I have there might be a good chance Tony might be gone. You know, because they drafted this kid. You know. But I don't know what's going on. Tony did show up to the uh, he did show up to uh to the uh the mini camps, you know. I think you know some and I agree with some of you guys. You know, most of you Giants fans, not just Giants fans, but other other fans were saying that maybe this can maybe Joe Shane, what you know, not that they don't like Wanda Robinson, but they're probably going to use this as motivation to Kadarius Tony. And they're probably going to say that he's better than you because you don't want to show up. And now we're going to start him because we think he's a better version of you. Maybe that's what they're doing. And maybe that's why a lot of us, maybe that's why a lot of people have this kid starting. And maybe that, maybe that's why a lot of people think Tony's going to be gone. So I don't know. But other than that, I love all these other picks. I love the, I love the, uh, I love the, uh, you know, I love the uh, two interior offensive line, you know, from North Carolina. So I'm pretty sure you got to assume that there's going to be a competition for the, for those, uh, for the uh, interior uh, position. You know, I love the, uh, I love the, I love the picks for the, I love uh, the Darian Beavers position. I think him with, with, uh, with Blake Martinez coming back and now you got Tate Crowder. I think that's going to be very interesting to watch, you know, um, and then you got Darian B, you got, uh, Cordell Flott, who, I, I hope the Giants don't get rid, I hope they don't get rid of James Bradbury, but if they can somehow keep James Bradbury in, and they can somehow, uh, switch out him and Darnay Holmes with, or Dor with the Dory Jackson and Julian Love, and we all saw, we all saw, how good uh, Xavier McKinney was last season. 
the Giants could have a very interesting defense. And we all know what Wink Martindale loves doing. He loves pressuring the quarterback, you know. But so far, I'm very, I'm very, um, I'm very excited to see what both the offense and the defense can do, you know, going into the season, you know. So yeah, let's see what happens. But yeah, guys, that, uh, those are my, uh, that's my uh, grades for Joe Shane, for the New York Giants 2022 NFL Draft class. Joe Shane, he's off to a great start. You know, I think he's gonna uh, do. I think he's gonna do way better next season. So yeah, let me know how you guys feel about. Uh, let me know how you guys feel about my uh, my grades. And yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'm out. Peace.